This is the Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Joining us now is the daughter-in-law of the former President uh, Donald Trump and a television personality on her own. Uh, join me in welcoming Laura Trump uh, to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Uh, let's just talk about the fact, Laura, that we are now uh, dealing with a fourth indictment of Donald Trump, as if three were not enough. Uh, and I'd like to just get your overall general thoughts, and then we'll dive into it. Well, it's great to be with you, Judge. Always love coming on your show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we're on indictment number four. It's kind of uh, remarkable in so many ways. I, I mean, my gosh, you know, you think back to about a year ago, whenever we saw the a raid at Mar-a-Lago, something that was unprecedented, that people really sat back and they said, wait a minute, what is happening in this country? At that moment, I don't think any of us could have imagined that we would see a former president indicted not even one time, four times now. And then, Judge, you look at these indictments and you look at the, the basis for all of them. And I don't have to tell you as a legal expert how baseless they all are, how ridiculous all of this is. The, the you know, two-tier justice system in which we are living here in America, it is really frightening to a lot of people. And especially you look at this fourth one, and man, what a clown show down in Georgia. What a sham this whole thing is from the very beginning. Right. From Fonnie Willis, who ran for district attorney of Fulton County, not on the basis that she wanted to do the right thing for the people of her county, not that she wanted to protect people and uphold the law. No, no. She, just like Alvin Bragg and Letitia James, ran a campaign to take down Donald Trump. That was it. That was her whole goal. And so here we are with indictment number four. Then you look at the fact that even before this grand jury judge had a chance to vote on how they wanted things to go here. And we know you can indict a ham sandwich. We understand that. But then we saw hours before that they published an indictment. How did they know what a miracle that they knew that the grand jury was going to vote in the way well, they did? Laura, the it's, whole not thing only, it's not only that they literally published the indictment before the grand jurors voted on it, but there were witnesses yet to be heard from. Um, right. And and that is what is so shocking about it. Look, I, I've been uh, I've handled many grand jurors. I've impaneled them as a judge. You know, I've presented cases before them. I had my office assistant DAs do the same. You do not do that. You get a vote. And there are some grand jurors you know, that will not get, return a true bill. But, you know, when you talk about a clown show, uh, the last indictment from this Fannie Willis, uh, that, that, that the idea that the president's lawyer, the president's chief of staff, the president's counsel, the president's, uh, this is, this is a takedown of the opposing party in a way that it's not just the, the, the Democrats going against the chief contender for, uh, the office of president, but taking down everyone in his sphere so that people are frightened to connect with him. Well, that's true. And and I think you just hit on something that's really important. Not only is this about taking out Donald Trump right now, but look at at what they are alleging he did. He used his First Amendment freedom of speech to tweet things, to say things, to make phone calls, to try to figure out what the heck happened in the 2020 election, because I'll tell you what, we never had an election in the history of this country with more questions than that one. And shouldn't you want your 
president of the United States to try and figure out what the heck happened and ensure that people feel like we had a fair election. And indeed, that's what he was doing. But there's something else here that I think we saw happen with all the January 6th hysteria that is also going on here. They want people to sit down and shut up. If you have any questions about anything, don't you dare air those questions. Don't you dare ask anything. Don't you dare in the future ever say, I don't know. I didn't feel comfortable about that election. They want to scare people into submission and into shutting their mouths and being quiet. And why would you want to do something like that? That is something that I think is so antithetical to everything we are supposed to represent here in this country. We are supposed to have robust debate. We are supposed to be able to air our grievances, to tell what we think about things. That is our right as an American citizen. And yet part of what they did with January 6th was they wanted to scare people into shutting up. Part of what they're doing here is saying, don't ever question the results of an election again. It is really frightening. But of course, their goals are always to keep people away from Donald Trump. And why is that? It's because he's dangerous to the swamp. He's dangerous to the status quo in Washington, D.C. He doesn't need them. He doesn't take money from these people. He can't be bought. And because of that, he cannot be controlled. And they know that if he gets a second term in office, the jig is up for all of them. They're terrified of seeing that happen. Well, you know, I'll tell you, the the, the fact that uh, Donald Trump's numbers, former President Trump's numbers, continue to go up, to me, is an indication that people don't like injustice. And it's one thing, Laura Trump, if you uh, indict a former president. I mean, it's historic. I mean, it's unheard of. And Donald Trump, when he went into the White House as president, as a 45th president, decided not to go after Hillary Clinton because he wanted to have some semblance of civility. Okay, when he could have gone after her for the Clinton Foundation, for all of the things that she had done, for the email scandals, et cetera, et cetera, and, you know, for the Russia collusion delusion and all that. But, you know, what you've got is a a left that is as corrupt as you can imagine with Joe Biden and his son Hunter and yet they indict Donald Trump, former President Trump, but when the RICO statute, which is something that you that was used to take down Don Gotti, you know, the mob bosses, just to add another tinge of negativity. And they created the Russia collusion delusion, which was not true. There was no connection. The only connection was with Hillary Clinton selling uranium that eventually went to Russia. I mean, they, they they accuse of things that they themselves are doing. And, you know, to take down a, a former United States attorney, a chief of staff, uh, four or five lawyers, four, five, six lawyers with him is a signal that we are no longer a free country. You look at Hillary Clinton, you look at Stacey Abrams, um, you, you know, all of the all of them would not admit that they lost the election. Hillary Clinton, Stacey Abrams, Bush versus Gore that went to the United States Supreme Court. What they're saying is if you put together evidence, Laura Trump, to uh, contest a presidential election, we're going to put you in jail. But they did the same thing in Bush versus Gore. Yeah, it's amazing to see. And I think what you said just just a moment ago is really important. Everything that they have accused Donald Trump and Republicans for the most part of doing, they themselves have actually been doing, you know, when you talk about the fact that as the 45th president, Donald Trump did not move forward to prosecute Hillary Clinton. He did. He said, you know what? 
let's have some civility here. Let's make sure that we don't set things up in this country that could be really dangerous. We don't want to start a precedent now that could become a problem later. And so he did what he thought was civil and right as the American president. And look at where we are now. Look at what they are actually doing. It is so crazy because they're the ones who said, oh, Donald Trump will fly off the handle. This guy will be crazy. So he was measured. He was thoughtful. He was careful with what he did. He did what he thought was the best thing for this country. And I think this is why people are really taking the 2024 election seriously, because I'll tell you what, this corruption cannot stand. We need to come together as a country right now, and we need to stand up against this. It really doesn't matter whether or not you like Donald Trump. What is going on here is so dangerous to the future of this country, because if they can do something like this to him, think about what they can do to the rest of us. Think about what that means for the future of this country, for every president going forward. This is really terrifying stuff. You know, you've got all these super PACs out there, Judge, who are wasting millions and millions of dollars fighting against Donald Trump every day. This guy is the obvious Republican nominee. He's head and shoulders above anyone else. It's almost obvious that he'll become the nominee for the Republican Party. I would advise them, stop wasting your money on fighting against him. Start instead turning your money and let's start fighting against the Democrats. Let's go out and make sure that we have a great legal ballot harvesting operation everywhere we should in the country. Let's make sure people are getting out and voting early in this 2024 election. Let's mobilize people on the ground in a way we never have. Let's go places we never have as a party, because that is what it's going to take to win in 2024. And I'll tell you what, people always say every four years, this is the most important election. This is the most important election. This one feels different. This one really, the ante is up so high. People really are feeling how dangerous the spot we're in as a country. And I think they know if we don't get this right in 2024, we're not going to have a country left. That is my advice out there for everybody. Well, Laura Trump, I couldn't agree with you more. We say every four years that, you know, that this is so significant an election, especially for the president. But this is different. And the juxtaposition of the Biden crime family from his son to his brother to $20 million going into their coffers through shell corporations, through LLCs, when they don't even have a business. And you've got Donald Trump. A, a president who is a billionaire to begin with and didn't go into government to make money off of uh, off of the American people who literally is questioning the legitimacy of an election, which is what the Democrats do for a living. Hillary Clinton, well, she came up with like 21 reasons over four years as to why she thinks she lost her. That's not why she thought she lost. It's the who to blame for the mess up. Stacey Abrams still doesn't admit that she lost. They are the people who, if under their own rules, should be indicted. Laura Trump, thank you so much for joining us this morning on the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Laura, you take care and you keep up your faith, too. Take care. Will do. Thank (laughs) you so much. Bye-bye. And never forget, join the Tunnel to Towers Foundation on its mission to do good in honor of America's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. And up next here on the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show, I will be speaking with journalist and Fox News contributor Charlie Hurt. Coming up right here on the Red Apple Audio Network.